Hello and welcome to Against the Grain, a podcast centred around self-exploration, leadership, lifestyle change and soul-driven success. I'm your host, change advocate and coach, Louise Fuster, here to help you expand your capacity to adapt to change and move with momentum towards leading your life your way. Join me as we explore what it takes to cultivate a strong sense of self, lead from the heart, and boldly pursue change as a choice. This podcast will help you think, act, and live differently, giving you the green light to make meaningful shifts that feed your soul and ultimately shape your own success. Your life is yours to lead. You are capable of incredible things. And this podcast is your reminder. There's something refreshing about a new year, don't you think? Maybe it's a sense of permission we feel to start over, to call in something great, or to make a change to something. It's like we get to wipe away the haze that's formed throughout the year, clouding our vision. And with fresh eyes, we can once again see the opportunities and possibilities in front of us. No matter how your 2023 ended, the fresh New Year vibes are encouraging you to once again create a new compelling vision of the life you want to lead. On today's episode of Against the Grain, I'm sharing my 2024 vision and the process I take myself through each year to bring my intentions to life. If you're ready to start your year off feeling centered so you can move through 2024 with more clarity on where you want to head and how you get to feel on the way there, take a seat and listen in. Okay, so I'm kicking this episode off by throwing light on what a vision is and why it's important to cast a vision. Like, how does it help you in life? Because some people think of it as a frivolous waste of time. It's a bit woo-woo cuckoo. It's daydreaming. But it's not. Visioning engages you in life. It generates energy and enthusiasm to explore the possibilities of your existence. So I like to look at having a vision as the first, most important step to creating a life you want to experience. It's not daydreaming. It's more an opportunity for you to dream big no matter how loud and ludicrous it may seem. It's you who gets to imagine and conceptualize how you want your life to look and feel. So a vision really is just a mental picture that stirs something in your soul. And this vision, it acts as a guide towards going after your dreams and aspirations. It's that simple. And what I love about visioning most is that it's a self-led process. It's deliberately intended to allow your analytical mind to rest for a while and let the whispers of your soul, how you feel, lead the way. It helps you tune in and begin to trust your inner GPS. And it's actually one of the most effective strategies for achieving the life you want, which is why it's so important. Visioning provides you with something to look forward to and always work towards. It infuses your thoughts and actions with a sense of purpose direction, and hope. When you have a clear vision of what you're working towards, you begin to make better decisions, more aligned choices, and take focused action to lead and live life your way to shape your own success story. Now, isn't it interesting as kids, we're allowed to fantasize and dream big, 
even encouraged to have these audacious aspirations. Yet as we get older, we get told it's ridiculous, right? Too far-fetched. Go figure. I want you to return to your childlike curiosity, to vision what could be once again. Because the harsh reality is, if you don't imagine and plot your own journey, other people and circumstances will influence and direct the course of your life. And you're not here for that, right? It's time to consciously take the lead and start crafting your vision, your legendary life. Now, what's my vision for 2024? Let me share that, the seeds I'm planting, what matters most to me this year, what my soul yearns to prioritize over the next 12 months. So as I was taking myself through my visioning process, there were two main areas that were really drawing me in, grabbing my attention, one related to my business and the other my personal health. So let's start with the most exciting, which is seeing my own retreats finally come to life. Now, I actually wrote in my workbook, this is a year for liftoff because full transparency here, retreats have been something I've envisioned for three years now. And I share that to say it's okay if your vision takes a lot longer than a year to eventuate and bring into this physical reality. Most visions are like five to 10 years into the future. And that's because a vision isn't a goal. It's much more purposeful than that. So how do I know retreats are still for me if I've been imagining them for three years already? I know because I still get fired up every time I think about them. I feel my heart expand and a buzz of excitement. So I know this vision is coming from within and to not disregard that feeling. Now, that's not to say I haven't been doing any work to bring them into existence. I have. It just seems there were other things that needed to happen beforehand for me, like a bit more personal growth and expression. So stay tuned if you're interested in retreating with me because this is a year for liftoff. I have officially declared that now to you. Now, there's more in regards to retreats. And in addition to hosting my own retreats, I also see myself offering my potent planning skills and services to help other coaches, wellness practitioners, yoga teachers, healers, etc., organize and operate their retreats. Now, this vision really comes from leaning into how I want to feel. My mission this year, and to borrow a phrase that I love from the legendary Tracy Spencer, is to frolic inside my froth zone. So that's my mission this year. You see, I'm one of those crazy peeps who get fired up by planning coordinating and bringing events to life. It really energizes and satisfies me. So if you're a yogi, a coach, or a wellness practitioner listening in, and this is a year you too want to take your retreat off your vision board and cement it into real life, reach out to me. I'm here to help and I'm all for it. (laughs) Now on a personal level, my 2024 vision is to simply feel better in my body, stronger physically, more balanced emotionally, and an upturn energetically. And this stems from the fact that I'm entering or now in a phase in my life where change is taking place, force change, change that is essentially out of my control. And I'm honoring my need to change with that change. Now, ironically, the thing driving this vision is essentially an anti-vision of how I see my life looking and feeling in 10 years 
if I don't prioritize this part of my lifestyle now. I fully intend to be actively engaging in life up until I'm in my 90s and beyond. So I'm here for it, right? Which means I'm choosing to make changes now to support my future vision of feeling great. So that's where I'm directing my focus in 2024, enhancing my well-being and creating and breathing life into retreats. And I hope you can see how your vision year to year can be quite simple, nothing too out of this world. Now, inside my visioning journal, there's this quick little exercise that I wanted to share with you. It's one of my favorite activities to do, and it's titled, I want to feel dot, dot, dot. And you fill in the blanks as such. And I love it because once you determine how you want to feel, as opposed to what you want to do. That's usually enough to serve as a guiding principle for the choices and decisions you make throughout the year. And I wanted to share mine with you because if you've never visioned before, you can easily just start here with this simple exercise. Now, I'm going to read mine out and as you listen to each statement, see if you notice some words popping in for you and how you want to feel this year. Okay, so here's mine. In 2024, I most want to feel energized. I would like my work to feel potent. I would like my finances to feel plump. I would like my home to feel happy. I would like my soul to feel expressive. I would like my health to feel important. I would like my body to feel strong. I would like my relationship to feel honest. I would like my friendships to feel supportive and I would like my family to feel connected. Now, what I do once I've completed this particular part of my visioning workbook is I print the page out and I pop it on my pin board in my office and refer back to it over and over and over throughout the year. I use it to continually check in with myself to make sure the actions I'm taking are in alignment with how I said I wanted to feel. And if you do this exercise and are super intentional with how you want to feel, I guarantee you this alone will positively change your year. Try it. Okay, the final thing I wanted to share this episode is my process for looking ahead, starting a new year, because I often get asked, when do I sit down to do my reflecting and visioning? Is it always in January? And Is there a better month to do it? Now, typically, I get around to doing it in February, not in December or January. I generally work through the busy festive and events season, and February is usually the only time I manage some downtime. In fact, last year, in 2023, I didn't get around to opening my visioning workbook until March. So while we're led to believe that January is the most potent time, know that it doesn't have to be done then. You can move through this process whenever you prefer. It doesn't have to be at the start of a new calendar year. You might decide to do it on your birthday instead, or you can do it at the change of seasons, or even some other time when a close is taking place within your life. Now, I've already done my visioning for 2024, as you know. I've just shared my visions. And that's because randomly, for the first time in like 20 years, I had some time and space to complete it mid-December. My energy was there, so I thought, why not, huh? Let's just do it while I'm feeling it. So I surprised myself. That was super early for me. 
But whatever you do, don't rush through the process because you think you need to do it by a certain time or when others are because that chaotic, needy energy will only transfer into your vision and goals. You'll uncover the gold when you have some space in your calendar to press pause, unplug for a few hours and really feel into it. So when I work through my yearly vision in journal, I normally spend a few hours reflecting and completing part one. And then a few days later, I'll complete part two, the visioning component. because I find it's quite taxing on my energy to complete it all in one sitting because there's a lot of thought-provoking questions and I like to give my full attention to this process. Then once I know what my vision and intentions are for the coming years, I then define and prioritize some goals and plan actionable steps that'll get me to where I want to go or at least on the right path. You see, it's not just enough to cultivate a vision. You also then need to apply logic and planning. Otherwise, it's just a daydream. And I make sure I check in every three months to see if what I'm working towards is still lighting something inside of me. Do I still care for it? Is that where I want to spend my energy? Because there's no use working towards something that no longer resonates, right? So there you have it. My 2024 visions, both personal and business, and the simple process I take myself through every year that helps me stay focused and committed to bring them to life. And as I close this episode, I wanted to leave you with a question to ask yourself. What do you want more than anything in 2024? You see, there's so many people who don't have a vision for their life. They don't give themselves a chance to explore, to change, to improve. They're not intentional about leading their life their way. Don't be like these peeps. Visioning is your portal to possibility. So what's something you can do to point your focus and use your time wisely in 2024? And when you're ready to vision your year ahead, download my workbook, the link is in the show notes, and use this tool as your compass to help propel you towards your best life. You've got this. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode of Against the Grain. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard, it'd be so freaking awesome of you to hit download, give me a follow, please leave a five-star review, and of course, spread the love so we can encourage even more women to boldly lean into change and take the lead to build a life they're proud of and pumped about. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to connecting with you again in the next episode of Against the Grain.